The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. Yeah, hold that please, level 5, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, now the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what, sorry? The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. You're listening to the following on podcast from Talk Sports. I'm Andrew McKenna and I'm joined by the former England fast bowlers Steve Harmison and Alex Tudor to look back at the second T20 between India and South Africa as the Proteas went 2-0 up in the five-match series with a six-wicket winning cutack. We'll discuss a remarkable performance from Heinrich Klassen, praise South Africa's bowling display and look at how India can get back into this series. We'll also be hearing from South Africa's David Miller. Plenty to come over the next 20 minutes or so. You are listening to Following On. And there's an air of despondency around the Indian team, an air of inevitability. They lose the second T20 international by four wickets with 10 balls to spare. 149 the target after India posted 148 for six. And South Africa get there, six wickets down. They take a 2-0 lead in the five-match series. India odds on to win the first game, lost. India odds on to win the second game, lost. Whatever it is about South Africa and India, South Africa have India's number and they have a great record in India against them as well. And it's been another excellent, excellent performance. India restricted to 148 for six. South Africa have got there with plenty in the tank. Heinrich Klass on the top scorer with 81 from 46. Temba Bavuma 35 from 30. David Miller 20 not out from 15. Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, well, he can hold his head up. Four for 13 from four, but India, they weren't able to uh, really restrict the South Africans and they win this game. Steve Harmison. Yeah, fantastic performance by South Africa. Indian players look as though they've had a good long IPL. It is a second or third string Indian side, but from the minute Temba Bavuma won the toss and decided to bowl, it's all been about South Africa. They've been magnificent. Ishan Kishan and Sirasaya were going nicely. But once that partnership was broken, I don't think India have been in the game since. You look at the power player, 42 for one off six overs, India, probably a few short. But they got back because of Kumar and the way he bowled, he was awesome in that first power player. Should have had the fourth over tried to get that fourth wicket. If he did, 
we might have been talking about a different outcome, but he didn't. It's all been about Henrik Klassen. Three off nine balls and then erupted. And power, precision, touch. I thought he batted absolutely brilliant and he got his team over the line 2-0. Who would have thought, Maka? 2-0 to South Africa in a five-match series in India. Um, well, it's going to take some... Looking at the Indian players, body language, it's going to take something special from Raul Dravid and his coaching team to get them ready for Sunday. Well, absolutely. Alex Tudor's joined us at this stage. Um, I, I really don't want to do this. I want to, I want to talk about South Africa. I want to praise South Africa. But in, invariably, because of the powerhouse that is India, your eyes are almost drawn to them. Well, we, we said not many times before if they lost two games in a row. They've now got to win three in a row if they want to take this series. That's the implication here. They're 2-0 down in a five-match series. Do this side look like a side that could go on and win three in a row? Uh, not from what I've seen tonight, Maka. Um, South Africa were good. They bowled to the conditions. They mixed up their pace. Um, apart from that last over by Petorius that went for 15 or so that gave possibly them the impetus to get up to sort of that near that 150 margin of one one four eight South Africa have been good and then you know Klaassen has most probably played a, the match of his life so far in a South African shirt he was absolutely phenomenal bit of a scratchy start but once he sort of settled down got his base he's a powerful boy as Harmi says and he he hits it from a good base and it he was just too good for India tonight and as you say you know and I said it at the top, you know, when people come in. You yeah, actually, let's, uh, sorry, let's pause there and we'll hear from uh, David Miller. Tell me what that felt like. Yeah, for me, it was, uh, to be honest, a great win. Uh, it was a little bit of a tricky wicket, as we all knew. We were in a bit of, uh, I mean, we, we weren't in trouble, but, uh, you know, they had bowled really well up front the first 10 overs. So, um, I mean, Classy's knock was phenomenal. One of the best I've seen, uh, just, you know, in the conditions that he played. Uh, to come on and do what he did and uh, make it easy for us at the back end. Yeah, in light of you saying it was a tricky wicket, speak more about that and the conversations you'd have had on the side in attempting to then try and chase this down. Yeah, I think it was just playing your game, you know, you can't really worry about the wicket at the end of the day. Um, if it's keeping low every now and again, you know, it does just come into your head a little bit as a batter. So, you know, you're never quite sure if you should go forward or back. So there was a lot of bold uh, balls today. Um, obviously, the guys coming nice and straight. So it was just about looking to play straight and not really worry too much about the wicket, as much as it's quite difficult. But uh, you know, then some balls were coming through nicely. So it was a little bit up and down, but uh, we managed to finish it. Yeah, strategy: um, going at five, going at six, going at four. The order and how that was sorted out as you guys sat in the dugout. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was just, uh, you know, the coach and the captain's decision at the end of the day. I mean, Klaas, he, he hasn't really played much and it was nice to, for him to come in and play the knock he did. Uh, you know, I think it was more just to uh, hold me back for, for after 10 overs. But, uh, I mean, Klaas, he, you know, proved everything wrong. What does this mean? I mean, as a group, you, you turn up here, it's tough here in India. And so these have not been simple wins. What does it mean to you all? Probably it's really tough to win you. So to, to have a win like this, 2-0 up in the series, I mean, we've still got 3-3 three, three to go and we've got a lot of hard work still to do. But, uh, you know, to, to be 2-0 two, two up um, is, a, is a great achievement in itself. So, you know, we just want to keep going from strength to strength. I mean, like I said, it's really tough to, can be tough in, the, in India to come in and win series. 
Uh, so, you know, we're on, the, we're on the right track so far, but a lot to, lot to still do. Well played today, all of you. Thanks a lot. Thank you, Pommy. David Miller speaking with uh, Pommy and Bangwa. He said, well, it's really difficult to come to India and win. Well, not if you're South Africa. I mentioned this earlier. They've got a great record in India against India in T20 internationals. That's now six played with five wins for South Africa. That is a really incredible record. And if, if there's a team to have as your bunny, well, I'll tell you what, if India are them, then, then you're doing something well from a South African point of view. I'm expecting that we'll hear from uh, Rishabh Pant very shortly indeed. Uh, and as I mentioned with Steve Harmson, it's going to be really interesting to hear what he said because on Thursday, when they lost, he said, we did the right things. We just got to execute them better and actually ju just do it better. It was something that he, he said about two or three different times. It'd be interesting if, if he feels that he can basically come in and, and say the same thing again because, I mean, what did what did India not do that they could have? Well, we mentioned a couple of times Bhuvaneshwar Kumar's fourth over um, could, have, could have been bowled at an earlier stage. But um, the, the seamers did their job. Um, the spinners were, were always likely to, to struggle a wee bit, but um, it was a tough pitch. It, it was never going to be a 200-odd game, so 148 for six. And at one point, India were looking like putting 130-odd on the board, so very nearly 150 was, uh, was a decent result in the end. So 149 for six, South Africa get up to win by uh, 10 wickets. Um, Steve Harmison, let's, let's talk South Africa because I, I want to... Uh, praise them, as I say. Um, they have come in. How much of an advantage is it that some of this squad have, have been playing in the IPL and, more importantly, been successful in the IPL? So th they've almost had a whole bunch of warm-up matches, if you like, before they start in this series. They're not coming in cold. And, you know, they've got form and conditions under their belt. Yeah, and it's that's a, a good point. And it's it's a point that, I'm sure Mark Boucher would have been happy that they've took this series on right at the end of the IPL. And when you see the likes of Miller and Rabada and Nokia all did or you know did well in in the IPL, you 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 feel as though there's not they're not going to come in cold. I think they they assess the situation a lot better than India in this game. I think they've you mentioned before about what could India have done better. Well, I thought South Africa got the situation a lot better. They were helped because. You know, they batted second on it so they could react to what first innings was and react to the pitch. Nobody took any responsibility, if you look at from an Indian point of view, where Klassen did. He took himself some time to get in. Realised it was a difficult pitch to get in on, but once you get in, then all of a sudden the, the, the bowler's under pressure to get you out. And sometimes when the bowler's under pressure to get a batsman out, that can go the other way because you can over-pitch or he can bowl too short. Um, and then... South Africa seized the moment and they seized the moment on largely down to the spin bowlers. And that's where they won the game. Chahal got belted, Axar Patel got belted, where Temba Bavuma bowled just four overs of spin and he didn't want to go anywhere near the, any more than the four overs that he needed to bowl. So I think from South Africa's point of view, I think they seized the moment and assessed the conditions better. And then they had a man who stood out and performed. I'm going to use Manners' analogy because it is a good one from the fact that South Africa are warming up for a T20 World Cup in Australia by playing in India. So it's like playing the French Open on clay before going to, to Wimbledon. But Rafael Nadal normally does quite well on clay and is never that far away in the odds for Wimbledon. 
are we discounting South Africa's chances in the World Cup in Australia a little bit too early here, Harmy? Because we're talking about a side that are fourth in the T20 World Rankings at the moment. Are, are we not giving them enough credit? And do we think from what we've seen in the first couple of games here against good opposition, against very good opposition, that just because they're South Africa against India, they're the outsiders as far as the bookies are concerned. Are we giving them? Are we in danger of not giving them enough credit? I think I think the the where they are and they're in the right place in fourth. I think I think they're still behind England. I think they're still behind um, India when India. The men's room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Tool Station. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood. Join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. Hold that please, level 5, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, now the most important thing to know is to attend the Bypassal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what, sorry? The single most important thing is to work in the channelised Bimbingus of the Bypassal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online you'll experience the all-new Cerebral Way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Get their full strength side out. I think Australia at home will be you know, ridiculously strong. The one thing I think South Africa are building is a very, very fine bowling unit. And a very very fine bowling unit in Australia could it, that they could challenge it could be because the ball the, the pitches are quicker, a um, bit more bounce. They've got good variations. The one thing I would think of that Mexum is fourth is probably the batting department for them to contribute to them to contend in the in the sort of at the end of the tournament in Australia. I think somebody like Quentin de Kock has got to have a series of his life. Um, and I, yeah, Miller is in a you know a purple patch, but will that purple patch last all the way through till you know the the back end of the year? Um, so I think from a bowling department, I think they're right up there. I think Nokia, Rabada, um, now Parnell, the angle of Parnell, with a wrist spinner and a finger spinner in Maharaj and Shamsi, that the building a, a bowling attack, I think can can challenge you know anybody in world cricket from a T20 point of view. The difference for me, which why they are you know, fourth or fifth in the rankings, is because 
they're not, I don't think, as strong in the batting department as you look at you look at Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, you know, even the likes of Pant, Kishan, Ayer. You look at England, you've got you know, Roy, Butler, Stokes, you name it, Morgan. They're proper, proper strong, and the same with Australia. Probably the same as Pakistan as well. So I think that's why they are you know, always talked down as just below the the sort of top echelons of the of, of the world game because of the batting batten side of it. The South Africans I know, Alex Tudor, quite like that actually. That they quite like it when nobody talks about them because it means they can just go about their business, do what they need to do, and invariably they'll 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 leave someone with a bloody nose. Yeah, without doubt, they've they've got options, and you know, Harmy was going through their bowlers there. You've got pace, Nokia, Rabada. You've got spin options, Maharaj, Shamsi, you know, Pretorius tonight. All right, didn't work for him, but, you know, he could come on and, and, and do a job. So he has options, Bavuma, at the top there. And in the batting, you know, Klaassen, as you said, he wasn't sort of, he's sort of rounding the squad. Maybe he doesn't get in the best 11, but with that innings, and I said at the top, it's about taking your opportunity. Well, boy, did he take his opportunity tonight. You know, Quinton de Kock is a world-class player. He would obviously come back once he's fit. And as Harmy says, for them to... Um, compete at a World Cup in Australia. He will have to have a, a very good tournament. Miller is just getting better and better. He's just come off a very good IPL and, and he's that finisher. You know, Van der Dussen, you know, they've got good players and, and, and that's what they'll need. They would, they would need about five, six of those players to have a very good tournament. They were a challenge anybody. Tudes, uh, from an Indian point of view, they started to look like they were running a little bit on empty towards the end of that. Obviously, it is coming off the back of an IPL, an IPL that seemed to go on for forever and ever and ever. Um, they went unchanged from this game, from the first game. Do you sense it's almost worth making a couple of changes, even if everyone is fit and available for the next game, just to, to inject some fresh life into it as much as anything else? Yeah, they, they looked a little bit tired for me, Maka and... and uh... You know, more than any other team in world cricket, they are under the scrutiny, under the spotlight more than any other. You know, very knowledgeable fans. They'll most probably want maybe a few changes. I'll be very surprised if in the next game they don't have at least a couple. Give someone an opportunity. It's unfortunate for the guys that might miss out, but that's just sport and team sport that happens. And for the guys that come in, can they take their opportunity? Can they do what Klaassen done tonight? And, you know, you've been given the baton. Can you take it? That's what you know. professional sport's about. Don't care what sport it is. When that opportunity comes, be ready. Make sure your preparation's on point. You're, high, you're, you know, you're fit. You're raring to go. So when the captain says, yep, you're in the team, you go out there and show everyone what you're about. Because otherwise, you could be waiting for a long time. And you just don't really want to do that. You want to get out there, impress while you can, while you're young, while you're fit, and, and, and show everyone what you can do on the world stage. Well, I mean, they've got a couple of options, uh, Harmy. Of course... And they've got two, two quick bowlers that they could bring in. Umran Malik, obviously, is the one that everyone's talking about from, from the IPL, regularly above 150 kilometres an hour. And then you've got the left arm of Arshdeep Singh. Now, look, we know what Bhuvaneshwar Kumar can do. Um, uh, Avesh Khan is still relatively new to this level. Is it worth just chucking in one of those? Because it, it feels like when we're talking about, what, 100-odd days to go to the T20 World Cup... There seems to be no point to me to, to have these warm-up games if you don't actually look at some of these guys, put them in an Indian shirt, see how they respond to the pressure uh, of playing for the team. No point getting to a tournament in a couple of months' time 
and having them, well, do we, do we risk picking them in the squad or not? Find out what they can do. Yeah, absolutely. But it, 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 if I think without being sort of, I know they've had a bad day, but there's probably half a dozen players in this group who aren't even going to, even going to get close to, to sort of 25-man squad that could possibly go to, to Australia. Um, and I think you look after Kumar if you can, body-wise, because he's had a lot of injuries. Um, but look, I, I thought I thought Khan bowled okay. I thought he bowled bowled nicely. His figures probably flattered him a little bit more than than uh, than than how well he bowled. I thought Chahal was he looked he looked poor. He looked void of ideas of where when and how to go about changing you know the angle of of, of attacking Klassen. But look, these are phenomenal cricketers. The player, like Jude says, the player under a ridiculous amount of pressure. Um, they just had a bad day. Can you bring somebody in to freshen it up? Possibly. Is there a batter that potentially could come in to freshen things up? Because, you know, you look at the scorecards from both games, a few 20s, a few 30s, but nobody really apart from Ishan Kishan in the first game went on and took responsibility like Klassen did to get his team over the line. So they might want to freshen that up. Um but yeah, sometimes you just have to say, right, they were better than us, and you move on. If you're going to pick somebody, I don't believe it's picking somebody just for the sake of change. I think there's got to be a reason to, to change that. Um, and if you are looking towards the, the, the T20 World Cup, the one I would probably have a look at is the left arm option, because it seems to be that everybody wants an left armer in their side. So they might want to have a look at the left arm option in the next game. Yeah, absolutely. Um I think it's quite telling the fact we still don't have any sight yet of a presentation ceremony starting, which I think implies there's a bit of an inquest going on in the Indian dressing room because I imagine the South Africans are out there and waiting to go. I mean, Heinrich Klassen will be the player of the match. I'm absolutely sure of that. Uh, and he's managed to towel himself down and, and get out there. I've seen uh, he's standing around waiting. So uh, <laughs> this is all the Indian camp that are uh, delaying this. So I think that kind of tells you mentally where they are. Uh, so we are just about done and dusted. South Africa have taken a 2-0 lead. Uh, it is uh, Vizag on Tuesday for the next game. Unfortunately, we can't bring that to you because on TalkSport 2, uh, it is uh, Royal Ascot this week and there's uh, horse racing coming your way. Uh, so they will have the uh, details of the next cricket. I keep mentioning it. It's uh, Netherlands against England coming your way on Friday, that one-day international uh, series, uh, Friday and Sunday. And then between those on TalkSport 2 on Saturday, it is the Gallagher Premiership Rugby Union final. So loads of live sport coming your way over the course of uh, this summer and plenty of cricket as well. Exclusive commentary of the Netherlands against England. Get your apps sorted for the TalkSport app. Uh, get your DAB radio set up because the series between the Netherlands and England exclusively live here on TalkSport 2. My thanks to Steve Harmison and to uh, Alex Tudor as well. Out, got him, Rabada. He's got Gaikwad driving to backward point. Kesha Maharaj takes a good low catch. Nokia in, whipped away by Ishan Kishan for an extraordinary six. Dwayne Pretorius into the bowling attack, replacing Nokia, and he's whacked over mid-wicket for six first ball. Kishan takes a liking to him. Short ball from Nokia. It's uh, Isha Kishan out to square leg and it's caught by Razi van der Dussen. Tucked him up. 
He sort of took his eyes off Ishan Kishan and he held out. Down the pitch, back over the bowler's head. Going, going, gone. Six of the best. It is a master strike because he's taken a wicket. Shreyas Iyer has edged it to Heinrich Klaassen. Yeah, in big trouble now, our India. It just bounced, it just bounced. We talk seam up, bolt upright. 148 for six is what, 7.4 and over. So it's basically seven and a half and over for South Africa to win this game. Bowled in, that's a beautiful delivery from Bhutaneswar. What a first over. Pretorius goes high. And I don't think he's got all of this. There's a man out there at deep square leg who takes a very, very good catch. We now know, not the easiest to pitch to bat on, especially with people like Booby Kumar coming in and he's Castle van der Dussen. And another one nips back off the scene, clatters into middle and off. Chahal is in once more, bowled him. Now they don't control the game. Chahal's gone through Bavuma, trying to pull a ball that was much too full. Pushed away nicely by Klaas and turned off his pads out towards deep square leg and uh, they trot through for a single, which brings up his 50. Oh, Miller's just climbed into this from Chahal and it's gone high and long and all the way for six. Well, it's not his ball striking because he just launched that miles over long on and it goes for six. And they've got for him again. Classen over the leg side, six more. And there's an air of despondency around the Indian team, an air of inevitability. They lose the second T20 international by four wickets with 10 balls to spare. The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. Yeah, hold that please, level 5, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertz and the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertz and the Channelized Bimbingus of the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.